listening to the Floodgates Podcast, and my name is Joey Brake. And I'm Kenton Brake. And we are so excited to be with you today. I'm so excited to uh, spend the next few moments talking about mission and values mm. and um, really discovering um, the meaning of our lives and what it looks like when we live with purpose and what we do on mission and living according to the things we actually truly value. Right, and I'm enjoying these conversations, and we're praying it's something that will impact your life, and we are asking you to share it with your family, your friends, as as you go through this journey with us, and this podcast is just a catalyst to have healthy conversations with each other. Yeah, I love the community that we have built. Um, last episode was so great having yes. Pastor Vivi on with us. I've heard so much good feedback, and just in our church, we've been hearing so many people that have been... Mm-hmm. Um, inspired by this podcast, but I can't even imagine all the people that we don't even know of that are listening to all the episodes and all these conversations. It's so inspiring to hear. So if you have a story that you would like to share with us, tag us at Floodgates Podcast on Instagram, DM us. We'd love to hear how this podcast has helped you. Yeah, and we want to shout out our 3 a.m. listener, how they're joining us at 3 a.m. in the morning to listen and to be part of this podcast. Yeah, we were talking with a friend of ours this past week, and they were saying how the podcast, they, they turn it on at 3 a.m. when they can't sleep, and somehow they fall right back, back to, sleep. to sleep. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but hey, he's still listening. That's he's consistent, true. and um, we hope that we're speaking to him in his sleep. Uh, but it's so cool to hear everyone, whether they're in a different country, different city, different state, uh, there we have people all around the U.S. and really across the globe that are, right. that are listening to the podcast. So it's so cool to hear that. Yeah, and we just want to start a conversation asking if you thought about what you value most. Mm-hmm. You know what what you do with your life on the daily are things that you value in your time and your resources and and really to think about. Have you ever thought about what is it you do and why do you do it? Yeah, I think it's really important that we we know the meaning of why we do what we do. And I think a lot of times it's easy to go on autopilot, say everyone else lives this way, so that's how I'm going to live. Or it's easy, in this culture, this is how people speak, and this is how people act, and this is what people do. And if we're not careful, we end up going down a route that we were never supposed to be on. And I think when it comes to knowing... Um, the meaning of our life and what we truly value i think first we have to start with this understanding that mission matters yes it, it, it matters to to businesses it matters to organizations it matters to us personally and it even mattered to jesus jesus was on a mission yeah. he was to seek and save that which was lost and so even following his example and learning from jesus we can apply missions and values to our own our own lives as yeah well. and i as we talk about mission today i was looking up on google why is a mission statement so important mm-hmm. and I, I found this i wanted to share with everyone listening it says a good mission statement shows employees how their work will improve the lives of their customers their community and perhaps even the world mission defines purpose guides decision making mm-hmm. and focuses direction what i love about mission is it sets parameters mm. it, it shows the importance of why we do 
what we do. And it creates this culture and this environment for people to know this is how we do things and this is why we do things. I think when we're talking about mission and values, they're so vital to the existence of an organization, a church, and even our very own lives. Yeah, and you can you can look at any corporation or any business like Coca-Cola, for example. Their purpose is to refresh the world. Mm. And, and they just creating a soft drink, but they have a global mindset with their mission. They want everybody to have a Coke and a smile. And it's so interesting to look at that, or you can look at even at, you know, the Pasco Sheriff's Office here in our local community. They, they exist to create a place where they can serve and protect this community. And so each mission statement for each organization has an impact, and it has a, a mindset of its own. Yeah, I think another aspect to it, I remember when we were looking it up, it said to create a better future. Yeah. And I think... When we are thinking about why we're doing what we're doing, what is our mission? I think that is such a great outlook to have of how can we be a part as an organization, as a people, as a community, as a church, as a staff, as whatever we're working on. How can we create a better future? And I I really love that because it gives meaning to everything you do. And here at Floodgates, it might not be the first time you hear it because we end every episode Mm -hmm. saying it, but our mission is to live by faith, to be known by love, and to be a beacon of hope. And this mission statement is not just a clever phrase. It's not just these sentences that sound really good, but it's truly the heartbeat Mm -hmm. of everything we do. Then every Sunday gathering and every event and every graphic that is made that we would somehow be able to inspire people to live by faith, that we would somehow be known by the way we love and everything we do, that somehow that we would be a beacon of hope to the world. Yeah, and it's to the world. It's a global mission. We want wherever we go, whether school, home, locally, or travel the world, we want everybody to experience that we are people of faith. That we live by faith and that we are known by our love and that we can be a beacon of hope wherever we travel, wherever we find ourselves at. Yeah, and really this was inspired by scripture. And in mm-hmm. 1 Corinthians 13, 13, it says yeah. three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. Mm-hmm. And the greatest of these is love. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about our mission. Let's yeah. talk about these um, individually because mm-hmm. individually there's so much power behind right. each one. But when they all come together in unity, it's this very beautiful expression of a mission. Yeah, and our first one is to live by faith. And in scripture, it says that we are to walk by faith and not by sight. Yeah. And so I think as people of faith that we can choose to live daily with faith. And faith is things that you haven't seen yet. It's things that we're hoping for. It's things that we haven't maybe achieved or have grasped, but we live by faith knowing that God is faithful and able to meet us where we're at. Yeah, when you say we live by faith, it's almost like you're living in the unseen. Yeah. And when you walk in the Mm. unseen, you can't walk with your physical eyes, but with heavenly vision, Mm. you can live your life in every step you take. And I think as people who follow Jesus... Mm. It is a beautiful thing to say to live by faith because you're not living in your own 
understanding, your own mindsets, your own framework, your own vision, but you're actually truly depending on God to be the thing that carries you through each and every day and every step that you take. And what I love about our church is that we're a catalyst for people Mm. to live by faith. That when you come together as a community, everyone's faith fuels each other. Mm -hmm. And so when I see someone worshiping with heart and soul, it fuels my faith to worship in that way. When I see people give generously, Mm. it fuels my faith Mm. to step out of what is comfortable and to give. When I see people serve on a Sunday and give hours of their Sunday instead of resting, Mm. but to build the church so that people can come together and gather on a Sunday, it encourages my faith of how can I be a part of what can I give to build this. Yes, and it's every age, young, old, we're a multicultural church that come together to live by faith. And it, it's a choice. You're either going to live and exist or you're going to live with purpose and you're going to live with a mission. Mm. Yeah, our next uh, part of our mission statement is to be known by love. Yeah. And I think this is so beautiful because just as the verse describes, mm. faith and hope will forever remain, but the greatest of these mm. is love. There's something about love that just makes so it is contagious, but it mm. stands out. Mm. That when you truly love somebody, it makes an impact in their life. And there's one thing to say to show acts of love, but it's a different thing to say to be known by love. That when people think about floodgates, yeah. they would know and remember how they were loved yeah, and impacted so by our church. And that's why it's so vital to our existence that in everything we do, we love people well. Yeah, and you'll be known as a disciple of Jesus by the way you love. Mm. Uh, You don't love out of obligation. You don't love because you have to. You love because you were first love. And your love with that same love of Jesus in your life and how it transformed you and impacted you. And then you live that out and you walk it out. And you're known by carrying the love of Christ in your actions, in your words, in your thoughts, in your everyday decisions. You're, you're just uh, known by love. That's good. To be a beacon of hope. Yeah. I love this because it's such a beautiful picture mm-hmm. of what the church is in this world. That we are a city on a hill. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people in this world that are hopeless. Yeah. But we stand in the gap mm-hmm. and say we have the answer. Mm-hmm. And I love the picture of a beacon of hope because it truly shows that we are the light in the darkness. Yeah. That when you look around this world and all you can see is dark and hopelessness and you you, you can't live by faith yet, yeah. that you would see there is a beacon of hope on the horizon. And we're the light of the world. And this beacon reminds me of a lighthouse. And that lighthouse simply guided boats from, from not crashing into the shore or into the rocks. It was leading them and directing their their dark steps. And so I think that's as a as a church it's so important that we become that beacon of hope to to the hopeless that we can take hope wherever we go. Yeah, I'm reminded of the scripture that God has a hope in a future for yeah. you. Yeah. And maybe you're listening today and you're you find yourself in a hopeless mm. situation. You find yourself hopeless right now. Yeah. You find that there is no future for your life. 
I want to encourage you and challenge you and tell you that that is a lie. Yeah. That there is a hope in a future that God has for you. Yeah. That God wants to do amazing things in and through your life. Right. And we stand in the gap saying there is hope. That we are willing to be a beacon in the darkness. Yeah. For you to come and find a home to restore and renew and reclaim your hope that is promised to you by Jesus. Yeah, and that's why it's so important that you leave here today understanding mission matters. Mm -hmm. That what mission you choose to value and follow and implement in your everyday life, it matters. Yeah. And it not only matters to you, but to your kids, to generations to come, and to everyone we come in contact with. Like you said, we want people to know the love of Christ. We want people to, to, to come and find and place their life and their faith and their hope and the one that gave it all. He gave his own life so that we could have everlasting life. It brings us so much hope. Yeah, mission matters. Yeah. It truly is who we are. Mm -hmm. Mission is who you are. And I think what's very important when it comes to mission, that you have values to carry them out. I think values are the vehicle to carry out the mission. Yes. That when you have values set in place, that create the culture and the standard mm -hmm. so that a community, a group of individuals can live by. It paves the way and makes it very clear this is the route we are going in. In order to see this vision, see the future come to be, these are the values that we will live by. And your mission says this is who we are, but your value says this is what we live by. Yeah. And I, I can just imagine a group of men sitting around a table with a... a coca-cola in her hand saying we want the world to taste this mm. we want the world to be refreshed and as as a church what a challenge as we sit across this table today that we want the world to be refreshed with the That's gospel good. of jesus christ and it starts with what we value it starts with this mission of of living by faith and being a beacon of hope and and to be known by love and when we apply this we can go across the globe through this podcast through our online services or as we travel on missions we can just carry that wherever we go so inspiring to me and i think if you've been listening to our podcast mm -hmm. that if you go through the episodes you will see all the values ingrained in every single conversation yes. it's because it's what we live by mm -hmm. and it's who we are and it contributes to this overarching miss mission mm -hmm. and i think if you look through the episodes, you will see this uh, detail of our values and everything. Yeah, We did an episode, last episode actually, of Live Generous. Mm -hmm. And that was based off of one of our values. Yeah. Generosity is our lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to take too long, but we just want to take a minute mm -hmm. to actually talk about our values as a church. Because right. I think it's really important. And hopefully it will be um, inspired to you to create your own values to your own personal life that you can live by. If you don't even have anything set in stone yet, maybe there are things that you can grow in and the person you want to become, that these are some things you can implement as well. So let's start with generosity is our lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's an opportunity to to give. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's a lifestyle because that's who we are. We don't just spontaneously give or be generous with our time or our resources. It's really a lifestyle. We get to give. We have this understanding that generosity begets generosity yeah. and that we get to be generous because God's been so generous with us. Yeah, 
I love how last episode we even talked about mm. to live generous is to look for opportunities to mm. give. Right. And I think that's what it really means to have mm. a lifestyle of generosity yeah. is that you're constantly looking for ways to be generous. You're constantly looking for people that you can give to. Mm. You're constantly looking into the church and saying, how can I play a part to make an impact and create a legacy mm. in this place? Yeah. And that's why I love generosity as a lifestyle because it truly overflows mm-hmm. in your giving and the way you live. Yeah. And our, our second value is community. We value community. Community is the culture that we are developing and it's our expression. It's who we are. It's a place where where all of us can belong before we even behave or believe. Yeah, I love how we say change happens in the context of community. It's something special that when you can get into a group of people, we have our FG groups. These are different groups of different Mm -hmm. ages, different backgrounds, different stories that gather every other week Mm -hmm. and they they talk about life, they reflect on scripture, they reflect on the message. They also pray together. I host a young adult group, we have our home group, we have our future group. Mm -hmm. And next year we're looking to have two new groups with our men's group and a girls group. And I think it's gonna be really cool to see those develop. Mm -hmm. But it's so special to see the change that takes place in In community. community. And I think we could talk a little bit about that, of why community community is so vital. Because I've had so many friends that have come to our church, mm-hmm. and they always say they never fail. I don't know how. It's almost like it's scripted. Mm-hmm. But they say from the minute they walked through the door, mm-hmm. they felt like they belonged. Mm-hmm. They felt like they were a part of the community. Mm-hmm. And that is something so special about our mm-hmm. church. And it's one of our values that is so evident in everything we yes. do. And community is so important because you realize you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You're not the only one going through life with hardship, with pain, with, with suffering, or even joy. That you get to share life with others. And when you're going through the hard times, you have people around you that can pray for you and encourage you and build you up and just, just inspire hope into your circumstance. And likewise, when you're the one that's not going through those difficulties, you get to spread that and you get to join together, be with the people that aren't and be with the people that are, but really lean on each other and realize you don't have to live life alone. We weren't created to live life alone. God created us to be in community with each other. Yeah, we all belong in community. It's so necessary to Mm -hmm. just our human life and existence. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite values that we have is creativity is our expression. Yes. Um, as a creative, I love this value because it truly inspires me to create with my creator. Mm-hmm. And I think when we say creativity is our expression, mm-hmm. it is a statement um, to this world of mm-hmm. where we get our inspiration from. Mm-hmm. And I love how we can walk into this world and we can look around in our city, just the mm-hmm. common streets we drive down, mm-hmm. whether we're driving to work or we're coming home or if we're going someplace, or we go to the beach, we're mm-hmm. close to the beach here in Florida. It, mm-hmm. Anywhere you go, if you go to the mountains, you can be inspired yeah. by what God has created. Mm-hmm. And when we say creativity is our expression, it's just a reflection of who our creator is. Mm-hmm. That even if you don't even think you are creative, God has given you an imagination. Yeah. And I think some of us may have lost mm-hmm. that. Yeah. As we grow up and we find 
what field we want to work mm-hmm. in. Maybe you might be a nurse and you say, well, I just take care of people. I'm not creative. Mm-hmm. There are creative ways which you can take care of people. people. Yeah. You might say, I'm just a stay-at-home mom or dad and I don't have any purpose. No, there's creative ways where you can show love and care for your family. There's so much creativity. And what I love about even in the Bible, we read that the old is gone, the new is here. Mm. That God is still creating Mm. new things today within us. That when we make the decision to open up our minds and imagine Mm. with Him, the impossibilities are are endless. That God will truly use us to create something Mm. special in this world. Yeah, And I want to encourage someone who's listening right now or watching us today that that you would dream again mm. uh, don't limit your dreams because of your situation right now but dream i know when we were young we dreamed that we could do all these things or who we were going to become a policeman a fireman a superhero and we had all this creativity and somehow through the the aging and going through adulting and responsibilities we just stopped dreaming mm. and so i just believe that you could go god created the earth in six days he spoke into existence. Yeah. So I just encourage you to dream again and to ask God to give you creativity where you can express who he is and, and his love in your life. I love that. Another one of our values is excellence is our pursuit. Yes, we just actually did a collection this year yeah. on this value of ours, mm-hmm. the pursuit of excellence. And uh, we spent a few weeks just mm-hmm. diving into the importance of excellence. Yeah. It's one of my favorite collections we've done yeah. this year. The just continuum because of excellence. It, it, yeah. it, that was an incredible message you yeah. gave on the continuum of excellence. And we can talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I think that excellence is so essential. Yeah. That if we are going to be people of faith, that we would be people who pursue excellence in mm-hmm. everything we do in our work, in our relationships, in our money, in our life. Mm. And I think if we even look at the life of Daniel, yeah, he was an, an excellent person and it, he was actually distinguished by his mm. excellence. Yes. And if you're listening today, you've never even thought about what excellence is. Excellence distinguishes you. Yeah. And the truth is, a, a, a lot of times, you won't notice excellence is missing until you notice it's gone. That you'll walk into an excellent, an excellent restaurant mm-hmm. where all of the meal is perfectly, perfectly excellent and cooked right to the right temperature, mm-hmm. the right seasoning, the right flavor, mm-hmm. delivered with this excellence of hospitality from the staff. Yeah. And this, this environment will mm-hmm. truly mark you and mm-hmm. mark your memory that you'll remember excellence. Mm-hmm. But it's not until you go to a restaurant and they don't have the customer service, and the food is cold, and it has no flavor, and you honestly just want to leave the table you're at instantly and walk away, away, that you will actually notice that excellence is so important. And that's why it's so important that we pursue it in our lives, because until we notice that it's missing, a lot of times we'll start pursuing it, but we want to be intentional and prioritize it and actually go ahead and be excellent in whatever we do. And then we don't have to wait for the moment that it's gone. Right. And then when you look at the life of Daniel, they could find no fault in him. Mm-hmm. And so they had to actually pass a law because they knew he was excellent in his relationship with God. He prayed morning, noon, and night. And so they passed a law for 30 days. No one could pray to anybody but the king. And they captured him in this posture of pursuit 
of praying to God. He did not compromise. It distinguished him. It set him apart. He was faithful to God. And even thrown into a lion's den, the mouths were shut and his life was spared. And because of his excellence, he was taken out of that lion's den. And the whole region, the whole nation was instructed by his king to worship the God of Daniel. Imagine if your life was lived out in a pursuit of excellence, mm -hmm. where that equipped people, empowered people, and left them into a pursuit of excellence. That's a continuum right yeah. there. That was a brilliant message that it's this never-ending cycle, cycle yeah. of inspiring people to pursue excellence, mm -hmm. and that will equip them and all, all these different stages. Mm -hmm. And I, I really love that message. Mm -hmm. And I, I love how... We, we value this because truly we cling to this phrase it's progress over perfection yes and everything we do we don't want it to be perfect no, that's impossible perfect is a false reality yeah. we as human beings will never be perfect mm -hmm. we can never reach that bar and that standard but by the grace of God mm -hmm. he gives us the strength to progress and grow and get better and so I want to encourage you today if you're striving to be perfect it's okay to just start where you are and progress over time. It's all about the journey, not the destination. That God is shaping you and molding you and growing you into who he's called you to be. And one day, it would be a testament to say, I have been able to give it all in excellence. I've been able to give my best. And I think the truth is, it will make you better every time. That if you truly pursue excellence in your life, you will be better every single time. For sure. And then we have honor as our posture. Yeah. And I believe that honor is a, a forsaken action that we do uh, on a daily. We forget to honor our parents. We forget to honor people that have invested in our lives. And so constantly we're trying to way to, to shout out people and to honor them and to thank them. You know, like for example, the podcast team, I want to honor them for setting this up and being part of the behind the scenes of recording and uploading the and editing and all the little yeah. details that have to go into place and without them it's not possible mm -hmm. and so we have to honor people and all that we do it just has to become our posture of, of lifestyle of honoring yeah it's something special that we do actually after every gathering we do a moment of shout outs to mm -hmm. shout out people make them feel seen yes. make them feel heard that we'd be able to actually um, bring a uh, positive input mm -hmm. into your life. Hey, I love how you did this. Inspire right. me in the way you executed this and mm -hmm. how you served in this way. Mm -hmm. And it really creates this beautiful culture mm -hmm. and that value is seen. Mm -hmm. I think another thing we do that's really fun is um, for people's birthday, we have this moment to honor. Yeah. And I, we go around in the circle and people just say what they truly think about this person, the impact that they've made in their life. And uh, one thing you guys say is always don't wait for someone to die to let them know how you feel. Right. Show them right now mm -hmm. while they're alive on life, this yeah. earth and give them the words of life mm -hmm. that how they have impacted them, what mm -hmm. you love about them, mm -hmm. what you truly think. Because the truth is they could live all this life never knowing it. Mm -hmm. And so as honor is our posture that in everything we do, we would live in that way, letting people know and not having to guess what we think but they would know that yeah. we truly honor them yeah and that's 
And once again, these are all choices that you make on the daily that you can choose to honor somebody. Mm-hmm. You can call someone, you can text them, you can say, I'm so grateful for you investing in my life or a grandma that's been praying for you. Grandma, thanks for praying for me or a parent that's giving you the supplies and things you need for school and education that you just honor them by, by just being grateful. We're, we're just grateful when we honor. Yeah. Our last value is passion is our fuel. I love this one. Passion is our fuel that that passion is like a fire shut up in our bones bones, that we can't contain it. It ignites us. It Mm. fuels us up. It fires us up. And I know for our context, we're set up tear down church Mm. and every week can seem uh, monotonous and we get into this routine of set up, tear down, set up, tear down, set up, tear Mm. down. And it can be easy to lose fuel over time. But when you remind yourself of your why, that, that passion, it reignites something and it, it truly shows you to live a life of passion. Yeah, and there are endless possibilities with passion. And when you're passionate about setting up a place and space for someone to encounter the love of Christ, it's so joyful to see how people unload the trailer and set everything up and then tear it down and load it back in. And it's everybody using their gifts and talents with lighting and production and worship and FG Kids and every area and every element of hosting and welcoming. Just so all these expressions, people can really understand yeah. that we're to live by faith and to be known by love and to be a beacon of hope. Yeah. That's, why, that's why we do what we do. It's what matters so that people yeah. experience this true faith, this true hope, this true love. And what I love about these values is it just takes a step to implement one of them in your life. Right. And maybe you're listening right now and you said, I want to change my life and I want to live by values. I want to have a culture in my family. I want to have a culture in my relationships. I want to have a culture in my workplace. I want to have a culture in my job, in my business. As even if you're a business owner, yeah. how can you create a mission mm-hmm. and values that your staff and team can live by mm-hmm. to create the future of that business? Mm-hmm. And I want to encourage you today to reflect. I, I would say reflect on what matters mm-hmm. to you, but also what God has called you to live by. And as you write this mission and you create your values, you will see that play out in everything you do. Mm-hmm. Even I remember when um, we were going to marriage counseling, me and Natasha, um, some of our mentors challenged us, create your own family mission and values. That this is your family and this is what you will live by. And this is your culture. That no one else can take that away from you. Mm -hmm. But when we have kids one day, that they would be able to grow up in that environment of generosity, of communication, of Mm -hmm. serving God, of Mm -hmm of love and all these different aspects to that are that are unique to us as a family and so the same way it's the same for the church yes that we must be clear we might paint a picture of what it looks like to live on this mission Mm -hmm. and to live with values yes and then just apply it you know it's one thing to have them written out or have them crafted out or created out but really to implement them and live by them daily you know to live by faith you know you might be in a faithless situation right now where you all you have to do is say jesus if you're real i want to know you that's where your faith journey will start 
So I just encourage you wherever you're at, if you haven't made that statement yet, you can just start saying, I'm ready to live by faith. Jesus, show me how. Get in a community. If you're around us, come and visit us. Every Sunday we gather at 6 p.m. But if not, find a community where you can belong and where you can be encouraged in your faith. And then be known by the way you love. You know, words matter. You can speak life or death over someone. And you can just choose to speak love. You can choose to love when when no one's loving you. You can still love. Mm. And then just be that beacon of hope as you develop, as you become a, a... more intimate in your relationship with God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, you're a hope carrier. Mm -hmm. And there's so many people going through hopeless situations right now that you could be that beacon of hope for them. Yeah. Who are we? We are a church who is just inspiring to live by faith, to be known by love, and to be a beacon of hope. But we want to ask you the question, who are you? Mm. What is your mission? What are your values? And as you live each and every day, create what matters most and give your life to creating the future so that others can know what truly matters. That in your life, that people can find this vision, that they can belong, they can find community, that they can experience generosity, that they could see creativity, that they could be um, fueled by your passion, that they could... Um, be honored that they can live in honor that they could also just create this space where we could all pursue jesus and i think at the end of the day we can all live it out differently but as long as we're on this true mission so that others can all experience who jesus is what he has done and what he can still do today i think that's what matters at the end of the day and so we as a church want to encourage you Live by faith. Be known by love. Be a beacon of hope. Live by these values and implement them into your life, in your workplace, in your family, in your relationships, in your serving, in everything you do. And you will truly see Jesus change you step by step, day by day, moment by moment. Amen.